Listen out for untold stories, fresh points of view from the eastern edges of Leeds and beyond, new ways of seeing what and who we are. The Red Kite will speak. Red Kite, from Eads Leeds FM. Welcome to the Youth Music Show. You're listening to Red Kite Radio. I'm here today with Connor and we are going to have a little chat about what we've been doing musically with Chapel FM. Hi, Connor. Hi. So um, what have we been doing? We've been, we've been we've embarked on a summer music programme, haven't we? And um, we've been covering quite a lot of musical, musical things. Do you want to tell us what you've been doing? We've been working on like some writing workshops for like writing songs and just writing spoken words, pieces of music mm-hmm. and just looking at general genres of music. I've learned to slam on the brake before I even turn the key. 
Before I make the mistake Before I lead with the worst of me Give them no reason to stare No slipping up if you slip away So I got nothing to share No, I got nothing to say Step out, step out of the sun If you keep getting burned Step out, step out of the sun Because you've learned Because you've learned On the outside, always looking in Will I ever be more than I've always been? Cause I'm tap, tap, tapping on the glass I'm waving through a window oh, I try to speak but nobody can hear So I wait around for an answer to appear While I'm watch, watch, watching people pass I'm waving through a window oh, Can anybody see? Is anybody waving back at me? in our eyes We start believing that we belong But every sun doesn't rise And no one tells you where you went wrong Step out, step out of the sun If you keep getting burned Step out, step out of the sun Because you've learned Because you've learned On the outside Always looking in Will I ever I'm tap, tap, tapping on the glass Waving through a window I try to speak but nobody can hear So I wait around for an answer to appear While I'm watch, watch, watching people pass Waving through a window Can anybody see? Is Hello again it's Sean here. I'm back in the room. Apologies. I kind of cut out for a bit there. Um, yeah, so we've been working on some stuff with the Summer Music Group and we've been covering all sorts of things, really. Movements in music, um, <coughs> kind of music styles and genres. And um, it's just been a great summer so far, really. Um, so, yeah, like, what would you like to say, Connor? What kind of music do you listen to usually at home? I listen to, well, I listen to all genres. I think my favourites would be more kind of punk, in like Indian rock kind of styles of music. Oh, they're good choices, I'd say. I was listening to that when I was, when I was your age as well. Uh, my favourite songs that I listen to a lot is called um, Good Pills by a band called Khan. Khan, Good Pills. King Khan, I think it is. Ah, that sounds great. I'll, I'll listen to them. I've never heard them. How would you describe them? It's a more kind of... It's an older type of thing. And, well, the reference for Good Pills is... You could probably guess, but... Uh, it's still a really reference. nice song. Yeah. It's still a really good song, and I like it. It's got lots of guitar, and it's kind of more rebellious. Okay. Like, like punk music. 
Yeah, great. I mean, when I was growing up, I was listening to all the kind of old punk songs, Sham 69, um, The Clash. I really loved The Clash. They were kind of my favourite favorite band as I was growing up. I'd still say that we're my kind of all-time favourite band now. Um, and then I started listening to a bit of hip-hop and I thought, you know, hip-hop's kind of like punk in, in its way. It might sound quite different and it's got a different kind of rhythm and, and speed and that. But, um, you know, a lot of the lyrics are kind of quite politically motivated and challenging of the status quo and I thought there's quite a bit of a link between hip-hop and punk there um, yeah. so yeah I find it's quite good to listen to all sorts of different stuff what would you say is um, up and coming in the indie world at the moment have you got any kind of new bands that you're listening to not really I don't listen to as much indie but I like it I, if I hear it it's not that I would deliberately listen to one of the songs but if i hear it on the radio i'll enjoy it yeah i think the term indie it can kind of cover all sorts of different music genres really because i mean originally it just meant it was an independent record label so that they weren't really constricted by be if you were kind of making music for sony you might have had to make a particular song or you might not be able to put particular lyrics in whereas these independent record labels um they could kind of get away with being a lot more creative and stuff and that's where it kind of comes from really so there's always been that kind of different sound to to indie music it's just been really interesting interesting to watch it develop and see the changes in it over the years um so yeah that's really good so guys at home what kind of music are you listening to what you could drop us a line and let us know um you could also do a shout out to your mates or your your family and um, you can contact us on all social media so we have an instagram um which is at chapel underscore fm we're on twitter at chapel fm and we're on facebook at chapel fm also so yeah call in tell us what you're listening to at the moment uh, maybe we can feature your song in a in a next week's show or something um yeah so moving on to our next piece of music this is pendulum hold your color so Thank you. 
the youth music show you're listening to red kite radio that was pendulum hold your color which was a great choice by one of our summer music participants jan luigi so shout out to jan luigi thanks for a great song and so me and connor are joining jess in the studio in our virtual studios now and jess is another participant of our music music course and we are going to be talking about musicals um hi jess hi how are you doing? Um, okay, yeah. Good. Well, we've had a bit of trouble getting us all, all online here, but it's great that we're all in the virtual space now. Uh, so Connor is going to ask Jess a few questions about musicals. So would you like to take that away, Connor? Yep, can do. Um, my first question for Jess is, like, what different types of musicals are there, like, out there for people to watch? Um, well, there's like different genres of musicals and in them they have like different types of music. So you've got like horror type things and um, love stories and everything. Um, and then uh, the with the music, there's like rock music and pop music in musicals. Okay, cool. Um and what types of like music generally is the like techno or is it pop music or is it rock music? Um, it's a mixture of everything. So you've got uh, pop, rock, rap. Um, you know, basically just everyday music that people listen to. 
how what would bring it out to be stand out from other pieces of music so you might have a piece of of rap music how would you know just by listening to it that it was from a musical or might you just not know um well some things you might not know but generally the more dramatic and yeah. um you can like um there's more like feeling behind it, if you get what I mean. I'm not saying yeah. there's not feeling behind other songs. It's yeah. I think. Um, do you? Because you have some experience, don't you, with drama? Would you say that you are kind of taught how to, you know, really concentrate on pronouncing your words very clearly, whereas it might not be so much of a focus in 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 normal music? You know, would you say it's something to do with how people are kind of taught to do to act as well? Uh, if- not really. Um, it's not that you need to pronounce it more clear or anything it's just that uh it, it's quite hard to explain the difference between them because there is a clear difference but there's not really a, a way you can explain it yeah well we can let the audience make their mind up can't we because we've got a couple of um musicals songs from musicals to play so um yeah again as the audience if you want to kind of give us your thoughts and feedback um we can give you a little bit later again the the social media links to let us know what you think do you have any other questions for jess connor a few more if we've got time yeah yeah great go for it one of the questions which I think Jess will think is the most important is which are your favourite types of musicals and why do you like them? Um, well, I, I could list 10 ton of musicals that I absolutely love, but some of my favourites are um, Hamilton, Wicked, Dear Evan Hansen, um, Beetlejuice the Musical and Six. And I could go on forever, but I'll, I'll I'll stop listing them there. I'm intrigued by Beetlejuice the musical. I'm glad you mentioned that. I used to watch that film over and over again when I was young, and um, I'd love to see it in musical form. It'd be great. I mean, there are, there is some music in the film anyway, so yeah, that's really good. Uh, what's your next question, Connor? Um, how long have musicals been going on for? Like, when were they kind of made, and how many people like got involved with them? I mean, um, I've done some research on this. So the first ever recorded musical was The Black Crook, which was performed in New York on September 12, 1866. Cool. In, that's interesting. Interesting, yeah. Um, so we're actually going to introduce a song um, that's gonna that's called Waving Through the Window, um, um, but from Dear Evan Hansen. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that before we play it? Um, yeah, it's basically um, a song about being an outcast and not really thinking anyone can see you. And I think um, quite a few people can relate to this song. Um, and it, it, it is one of my favourite songs from a musical. Great. So this is Waving Through the Window. I've learned to slam on the brake Before I even turn the key 
Before I make the mistake Before I lead with the worst of me Give them no reason to stare No slipping up if you slip away So I got nothing to share No, I got nothing to say Step out, step out of the sun If you keep getting burned Step out, step out of the sun Because you've learned Because you've learned On the outside, always looking in Will I ever be more than I've always been? Cause I'm tap, tap, tapping on the glass I'm waving through a window oh, I try to speak but nobody can hear So I wait around for an answer to appear While I'm watch, watch, watching people pass I'm waving through a window Can anybody see? Is anybody waving back at me? With stars in our eyes We start believing that we belong But every sun doesn't rise And no one tells you where you went wrong Step out, step out of the sun If you keep getting burned Hi and welcome to the Youth Music Show I'm here today with Paul and we're here to talk to Jim from the DJ School UK based in Leeds. Hi. Hi. Hi, Sean. Hi, Paul. Hi. Um, so I think we'll get started. It'd be good to know kind of when when DJ School got started and how that all began, really. Um, so DJ School started officially when we registered it as a business in 2000 in may 2013 right so it's seven years old um but how it got started i'd been doing dj workshops with young offenders and various other groups of young people since 2000 um and i started to realize that if i couldn't that i started to realize that i wasn't going to be able to find enough delivery as a self-employed person so mm -hmm. i took the um trouble to set up as a non-profit community interest company so that we could apply for our own funds and continue to deliver the work this was at a time don't forget during austerity measures when yeah. a lot of funding was being cut and a lot of schools and youth services couldn't employ sole traders and self-employed people so i thought right i know that the kids love the what we're doing i know i love the work so I decided to make it a little bit more official and set it up as a company. Great, great. So it started as a non-profit to help um, youths. Absolutely, yeah. It, I always, I, I never wanted it to be a money-making enterprise. I mean, I make a living out of it, but not a very good one. Um, oh. it, it's a labour of love, um, which, it, I mean, I don't want to go on about it. I'm, you know, it's but it's. We are interviewing you. You can do that. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm not what you'd call a capitalist at all. Uh, I believe in the environment and I believe in community. So my work and the way I live are tied together in my lifestyle. And I wouldn't have run a business any other way except as a non-profit. 
Well, that explains why you give so many, like, liberties to the payments and finances of everyone that comes. I've seen that you give, like, discounts to people that can't afford or may have difficulty understanding. That's great. So, basically, we get some funding from Youth Music, uh, some from the Arts Council, some from the Leeds Music Education Partnership, which is the Department of Education hub for Leeds. Uh, hub for music education in Leeds and that makes us able to provide those places but the longer you're in business the more you grow the more we found that we also now sell private sessions uh we do I mean we've done stag parties believe it or not um for yeah um and all sorts of other work which we do to raise our own money so that we can provide more for the kids who don't have it. We're all set at what's known as the living wage, and we don't want any more than that. We're happy with what we're doing, and we believe in what we do. So all the extra money we get either buys new equipment that provides for the young people or provides places straight away for the young people who, exactly like you said, they either can't afford it or perhaps they've got a special educational need and need extra support, so we have to pay for the extra support or whatever it is. We fundamentally we believe in the power of music and the power of music for good and for creative expression and for all the other benefits that music can give but on top of that of course we are djs and we believe that djing is a musical instrument we use the decks a lot for scratching we use the decks a lot playing along with live bands we really but i used to tour with a live band as the scratch dj doing the wiggy wiggies and the yes in the background and i love that feeling of being on stage with six or seven people in a band playing music we'd composed to an audience who were going crazy um i also love djing in clubs and bars and festivals i've done all of it uh, i've even done weddings you know scream if you want to go faster ladies and gentlemen the buffet's ready I've done the whole gambit of DJing, but when I worked with a band, it was the most musical I could be, and I really started to recognise it as an instrument. So we, when I say we're a DJ school who love music, I don't just mean we love listening to it. We love the creative aspect. We love composition. We love the rigour of practice, which, you know, it's such an important discipline to have something in your life, I think, that you practice, that you're devoted to. And we really, really push that to all the kids who come. That's great, that, because I think that there's a kind of misunderstanding about a lot of music and musicians that you are just naturally talented and you just pick up your instrument and can just play without putting any kind of work in. And I always yeah. find that quite frustrating. Like, no, you know, I've practised for hours. Give me some yeah. credit for that. And I mean, I think to a, for a lot of musicians and especially with a lot of DJs, there is a kind of instant accessibility you'll get or maybe even when you've got no skills, you might hit a drum or play a string on a guitar and go, oh, I love the way that sounds. I love the way that feels. And that encourages you to practice. But yeah, I agree, Sean. I don't think anyone just falls into it as a maestro. You know, no. that's, that's a fallacy. Only a skill you build. Skill you build, Paul. Exactly that, mate. Yeah. How have things been for your business during these times? Because we're at Chapel FM, you know, we're doing a lot of things online and a lot lot of um, online music sessions, but you have to work around a, quite a lot of issues there and that we can't all be in the same room playing together. And um, so what are DJ School doing around these times to still provide for young people? So we set up, um, 
yeah, we set up online delivery, probably quite similar to what you guys are doing. Um, but um, it was something that we'd kind of always had down on the list of things we were going to do. We always thought there's a there's a market specifically we were looking at rural markets in North Yorkshire and then someone went well you know there's also a lot of rural markets in Canada and South Africa and Australia and all these mm -hmm. places where uh, people have got good internet which is a huge element but we thought right well that's another way we can raise funds for Leeds because obviously we're very Leeds based we think global but we act local yes. and we thought right if we do this we can do that so the lockdown, although it's been horrendous and we've lost all our studio sessions and all our face-to-face, -face, because it's kind of given us the, the kick up the bum that we needed to organise this online stuff, it's actually been really useful for us. And we've got a YouTube channel now with 10 tutorial videos on it. And we're doing Zoom sessions to support those videos. But keeping with the DJ school ethos, we decided to aim straight away at people who didn't have any equipment. Yeah. Now, the barriers we've come up against is we need people, obviously, to have a computer so mm. that, and they need to have reliable internet. But we managed to strike a deal with one of the software developers for DJ software where people could download the DJ software for free um, right. And then we've given them training so they can introduce themselves, in, get some music in, and then we introduce them to exactly how to DJ over 10, they're about 15 minutes each, the videos, and three Zoom sessions. Uh, and the same policy, if the kids have special educational needs, if they can't afford, if they're on free school meals, they get it free. Everyone else pays, and that supports the kids who can't. It's great that to see companies coming together to provide those things in these mm. times, you know, that you can hook up with somebody else who's similar minded about not having to make loads of money and, you know, because the young people need this. So, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. And I mean, the, the reaction we've got, I think to a certain extent, it's been really, really good. But it hasn't been one thing we noticed straight away was because a lot of the kids who come to us in our studio in Leeds, they come to us because of all the equipment we've got. Whereas when we said, ah, your online stuff for all of them, it was effectively taking a step back yeah, because they don't have the equipment at home. They couldn't come to our studio, but learning how to do it at home on just a laptop keyboard, which is what they've been doing. It just it was nothing compared to having access to all the kit. Yeah. So we haven't delivered to as many of them as we would have wanted. We're waiting hopefully we're hope we're planning to reopen in september with our club events right um but uh we've found through youth music again they encouraged us to share that the offer was there on their network and whatnot um so we've ended up with a much wider interest level from across the country yeah um but just i mentioned austerity earlier and of course everyone's worried about the economy because yeah. of the coronavirus at the moment i think we are seeing less people wanting to pay and i think yeah. there's a certain number of people who are very very uncertain about where they're going to be december this time next year just mm -hmm. because no one knows after furlough if they're going to have a job so yeah we are finding it harder to raise funds through the private customers yeah yeah but, yeah which you know it's it's Swings and roundabouts. We've developed it. It's there. We're ready to go. We still want to help people. We don't know if we'll be able to continue infinitely because we don't know how we're going to carry on raising funds. Yeah. But mm. We do what we do because we love it. That's why we're here. Yeah. That's really great. That's really great. Yeah.
Do you have anything else to, to ask, Paul? Uh, yeah. Um, earlier on, you you were talking about your band with the All right. um, electronic music and um, making songs out of that. Um, was that the beat team? Or is, no. Uh, um, no, but the beat team is our current favourite project. Um, not to make anyone else feel, you know, less important, but the beat team are the ones who use the turntables. They're all young people. They use the turntables as an instrument and they create their own music. So rather than playing parts of songs, if you imagine one person on one turntable has the sample of a kick drum and one person on another turntable has a sample of a snare drum and someone else has the hi-hat, then between them they can start to make rhythms and beats almost yeah. like a drum circle. So the, the basic idea was kind of a simple drum circle is where it started. But then it really, it's really took off um, with this three superstar DJs. Uh, Mr. Switch, who's the guy that played at the National, F uh, National Philharmonic Orchestra and did uh, Gabriel Prokofiev's piece, The Concerto for Turntables. There's DJ Rasp, who's a multiple world championship winner at DJ competitions, and DJ Tom P. Nuts, who's, again, a Red Bull winner and an IDA winner. I can't think of all their accolades. But these three absolute superstar turntablists who use the turntable as an instrument came along and helped us out on this project. And the kids have now got three songs. Um, we're about to release a video because we're getting the final song. One of the songs was so good. We're getting it uh, mastered professionally. And we're going to release a video showing the process so that we can get this song and show people what we've done. Uh, well, more specifically, what the kids have done. Because it's literally like six turntables, five young people. One of them uses both to loop a kind of pattern. Uh, but it's bass line, two guitar parts, vocals, drums. It's all turntables. It's all copyright free because we've made the samples ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's a full song, you know, intro, cut, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, breakdown. It's a fantastic piece of work. And we're really, really proud of it. Um, so you're a man of many sounds. Um, what's your what's your favourite type of music to work with? Oh, thank you. I thought you were going to leave that with what's your favourite type of music and I would have no answer. But to work with, um, I love stripped down beats. I, I love what's called beat scratching. So as I was saying with the beat team, kick and snare drum and just manipulating them along with a live band. So you're a musician, Paul. Yeah. You, know, you know what call and answer is? Yeah. And my happiest so time is call and answer it. with a live drummer. And I'm scratching. Love it. Absolutely, wow. absolutely dig it. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to hear that. That's all new to me, making music from scratch on, on DJs. Well, the word is scratch. Um, I mean, it's been done before by a couple yeah. of big hip-hop hacks, but of course they, they were explicit content. Yeah, yeah. So what we've really focused on is doing it for kids and making it something. I mean, in our minds, we want the flag to fly and say, this is the future for DJing. Never mind standing yeah. on stage doing the big, T pose. Yeah. We need to get people using it as an instrument. Um, so okay. thank you for joining us, Jim. It's been great to talk to you. Very interesting about the things that you're doing and how to make music from scratch on turntables. Who would have thought it? 
So that was Jim from DJ Studio and a really thought-provoking interview there about different ways of making music, which leads me to the next kind of subject um, to give you a bit of an insight about what we've been talking about. One of the things we've been talking about in summer music is movements in music. And we, we had a really interesting session when we were talking about women in music. And we discovered a lady called Pauline Oliverus. And she, she basically um, created some really strange sounds by taking instruments 14 feet into an underground cistern um, and it sounded really strange and kind of not very not very easy to listen to um, and it kind of like sparked us to think about what actually is music does it have to have drums and bass and guitar does it have to have any singing um, what would you say was your experience Connor about um, listening to Pauline Oliverus I listened to it, and I would say that it is music. It's not the nicest music. If it wasn't played in the system, I'm sure it wouldn't, still wouldn't sound nice, but it sound better. Music, I think, is just generally where someone is making a noise with something, or like making multiple noises with something, making them together. And in some places, with like piano and clarinet, which is the instruments that I play, and instruments like that, you have to get specific chords, otherwise it'll just sound horrible. But music can be just, music is technically just like an array of sounds. But the difference is, if you play the right sounds that work together, it'll sound nice. Yeah, well, that's interesting that you've said that because I think culturally... Um, sounds that work together are different depending on where we're kind of coming from Um, because I was listening to some Indian music the other day and they have a, a lot of kind of like tones in between our semitones so we kind of have our full tones and semitones but there's lots of kind of tones in between them that to our ear might not sound quite quite maybe not right but like just sounds quite different so there's different kind of ideas and that has changed throughout history as well on what actually what makes a good chord and what what a scale sounds good so it's it's interesting how that kind of what sounds good is quite socially constructed really um, so yeah, that was really interesting. So tune in to next week's show and we will be talking about women in music and some about Pauline Oliverus. It was a really interesting show. So um, yeah, we have Jess back in the studio and we um, Connor has another question for Jess about musicals. The one last question that I have for you, Jess, is what are the most popular musicals by fact, not by your opinion, um, by fact of all time, but just what are the most popular musicals for people? Um, well, the most popular Broadway musicals would be things like uh, Wicked, Lion King, Les Mis, Phantom of the Opera, and uh, Hamilton. Mm. I think that even I've heard a couple of those, so I reckon that everybody would have heard of at least one of those. Um, sounds great. Well, we've got a song actually coming up from Hamilton um, called Guns and Ships. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that song, Jess? Um, well, obviously it's one of the songs from Hamilton and it's probably um, one of the fastest songs in Hamilton as well. Um David Diggs, who sings uh, the song, uh, says about 43 words, um, sorry, in 43 seconds, he raps about um, 
233 words, which is, uh, it's about 5.4 words per second. Wow. How is that even humanly possible? I'd like to try that, but I'd probably end up going... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that sounds well, so difficult. Um, yeah, um, Divi Diggs said that's not even him rapping at his full speed. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, that'd be good to check him out as well. Anybody who's into the rap music, check out Divi Diggs. Is that how you say it? Um, it's David Diggs. David Diggs. Wow. Great stuff. Right. So, yeah, this is Guns and Ships from Hamilton. How does a ragtag volunteer army in need of a shower somehow defeat a global superpower? How do we emerge victorious from the quagmire? Leave the battlefield waving Betsy Ross's flag higher? Yo, turns out we have a secret weapon, an immigrant. You know and love who's unafraid to step in. He's constantly confusing, confounding the British henchmen. Everyone give it up for America's favorite fighting Frenchman! I'm taking this horse by the reins, making red coats, weather with blood stains. And I'm never gonna stop until I make him jump up and I'm up and scatter the remains down. Watch me engage in a mystery. Escaping them and raging them out. I got the friends for more fun. I come back with more guns and ships, and so their balance shifts. We rendezvous with Rochambeau, consolidate their gifts. We can end this war in Yorktown, cut them off at sea, but for this to succeed, there's someone else we need. I know. So he knows what to do in the trench, ingenuitive and fluent in French, I mean. So you're gonna have to use him eventually. What's he gonna do in the bench, I mean? No one has more resilience or matches my practical, tactical brilliance. You want to fight for your land back? I need my right hand man back. Yeah, get your right hand man back. You know you gotta get your right hand man back. I mean, you gotta put some button to the letter, but the sooner the better to get your right hand man back. Alexander Hamilton, troops are waiting in the field for you. If you join us right now, together we can turn the tide. Oh, Alexander Hamilton, I have soldiers that will yield for you. If we manage to get this right, they'll surrender my early Hello and welcome to Youth Music. We have been talking today about young people in music and we're going to have a couple of discussions about what's going on out there at the moment, what we're kind of like listening to and we're going to play a couple of songs. So I am Sean and I'm here today with Paul, Lilia and Stephen and we're going to talk about some new, new, young music. So I'm going to start with you Stephen. What what song have you chosen for us today? By what artist and what can you tell me about them? The song I've chosen is I'll Get By by Arvi Kaplan. Arvi was the ex-bass singer of Pentatonix but he left the group after dealing with some personal issues and recorded his own folk EP. Great stuff. Whenabouts kind of was this? Is it is it fairly recent or? He left the group in 2017 and released his EP in February of this year after taking a few years out to just focus on songwriting. Songs called I'll Get By. What what do you find inspiring about this song? Is there anything particular you like about it? 
it's the song mainly covers his struggle with his depression after leaving the group. It was a hard time for him. And he, it was one of his ways of coping was writing songs about dealing with it. So it's, it's kind of an anthem to help. It helps me in particular because it's all about just keep on keeping on going even when times get tough. There's still always going to be a better place. few stones upon my chest that I carried to the evening till I lay back down to rest but I, I, I I'll get by I'm going to chat with Lilia. Hi, Lilia. Hi there. What um, song have you chosen to to show us today? Well, the song I've chosen to present to you is Lost Without You by Freya Ridings. 
and um, Freya Ridings is a young singer. She recently got quite big. She was like, on some shows and her singing and she blew up almost. And her style is similar to what Stephen said. It's very, but instead of being a bit more upbeat, it's slightly on the piano a lot more. And it's heart-wrenching. I suppose it's really sad and I like sad songs, so it kind of... So this is Freya Riding's Lost Without You. Standing on the platform Watching you go It's like no other pain I've ever known
So next we've got Paul, and Paul has chosen a, a band, is that right? Yeah, um, four-man band um, called The Glass Animals. Uh, the song I'm presenting is season two, episode three. They're all 31. And they started their band in 2010 in Oxford. So what kind of instruments do they play? What kind of instruments are in the band? It's it's electronic, so um, there's electric um, like riffs and stuff. Uh, they have a they have drum, bass. They don't really have a guitar. I don't think. Might be um, kind of synthesized. Put in. Yeah, it's mainly synth. Ah, so yeah, great stuff. So season two, episode three, by the Glass Animals.
Thank you, Paul. So over to Rory and his group next, and they're going to be talking about some different young music. Over to you, Rory. We have Andrew, Orla and Zach uh, here. And uh, uh, Andrew, if you'd like to start us off, just tell us a little bit about the name of the band and that we started looking at. Uh, well, we started looking at the uh, the band Lion Bros, which is from Amer which is a small band of high schoolers from America, who who use a lot more wind and percussion instruments to make their music. Awesome. So moving on to Zach, would you like to share some of your feelings about what we what we watched and what we had a chat about, Zach? Yeah, I thought it was a good song because it makes me feel happy. The song was inspired, was was called Area 51 and was inspired when a meme went viral about raiding Area 51 back in September 20, uh, to September 21st, 2019, where and this group used, used a current relevant thing to inspire music. Orla, um, do, you, do you have anything to say about how, how that idea comes across in the music? Was it particularly playful that this fact that it's based on a meme? Was, was they that... did like, um, bring in the music video and every once in a while they would speak, but it was mostly an instrumental piece. Um, so I guess that theme did tie in when they said Area 51. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and so again, this is a, this is a, an instrumental piece. Um, but as Andrew mentioned before, it follows the uh, the format of like an American high school band, um, which I thought gave it a particularly like a particular sound. Does any of you guys think that there was anything in that, in terms of the instrumentation and stuff? I'm not really sure how to phrase it, like, but. I go. I do understand what you mean. Like it's like a diff. It's like a different style to what's normal. Like what's normally heard, and that makes it. A, I think different would be the right word to use. Sure. Uh, this is Area Fifty One by Lion Bros. <laughs> 